Welcome to National Transport Podcast, episode 10. My name is Alex, and in this week's episode, we'll be looking at Go Northeast discounting fares for young people. Is Flixbus starting a UK operations? Metrobus's M2 service celebrating its first birthday? The UK government pledging £200 million to bus services? The Scottish government committing to tackling road congestion? How Go Ahead Island is avoiding fines in Ireland? Stratford-upon-Avon's bus route regaining its ex-status, and how franchising bus services in Manchester will cost every household an extra £68 a year. And, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast National, you can like our Facebook page, National Transport Podcast, you can like our Instagram page, Podcast Plymouth, you can also send us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash nattp forward slash message, or you can visit our website at bit.ly forward slash NATTP and if you've got five minutes to spare you can fill out our survey at bit.ly forward slash NTPQA. Right then, let's get on with the show. And our first stop is Go Northeast Discounts, Lower Fares for Young People. Go Northeast extending discount ticketing for everyone aged 25 and under from the 8th of September. Young persons can save up to 43% on the equivalent adult all-zone ticket prices. The company says its new eligibility range helps support those in further education, apprenticeships and early employment. Meanwhile, the company under-19 single journey fare introduced in 2016 at a price of a pound will go up slightly to 120, which it says reflects the rising costs of running buses. In its other weekly, monthly tickets will be frozen at current prices. Martin Gilbert, Managing Director at Go North East says, We are delighted to be extending our discount fares offered to young people aged up to and including 25. This improvement enhances the values of money of bus use and young people across the region, supporting their mobility into further education and early employment. Encouraging more low-carbon journeys on public transport can help reduce congestion and improve air quality. Moving on to Flixbus now. Is Flixbus looking to start UK operations? European and American Intercity Express operator Flixbus has applied for an operator's license in the UK. The application is for East of England traffic area for one vehicle to be based at Unit 1 to 2 Buckingway Business Park, Rollsway, Cambridgeshire, the same operating centre address as Whippet Coaches Limited. The director is listed as Max Zuma, the Vice President of International Businesses at Flixbus. The license status is currently under consideration. During the 1990s, National Express also operated in a similar way where only one vehicle was operated by National Express itself, with the rest of the vehicles being operated by contractors. Flixbus already operates in some European services into London from Paris and Amsterdam, with a further 42 connections available. Some of those services coming from June 2016 deal where Flixbus acquired the Megabus.com retailing business in Germany, Italy, France, Spain and Bureau, as well as cross-border services to London, Megabus.com continued to operate as a Flixbus contractor for a short period of time. Now on to Metrobus. Metrobus's M2 service celebrates its first birthday. Bristol's second Metrobus service has reached a total of 600,000 passengers as it celebrates one year in action. 
The M2 launched in September 2018 as the second instalment of Bristol's £230 million Metrobus Rapid Transit System and became the first frequent bus service for Cumberland Road, running between Long Ashton Park and Ride and the city centre. The M2 links Ashton's Gate, SS Great Britain, Wapping Wharf and Temple Meads Cavett Circus. One year on, the M2 operated by First West of England has seen a 40% passenger increase on the service compared with the previous Long Ashton Park and Ride 903 route. To celebrate the first birthday of the M2 on Tuesday the 3rd of September, the Metro bus team were out on the service giving away treats to customers and there will be a chance to win a year's free travel by taking part in a selfie competition. As part of the city-wide Metrobus investment, the launch of the M2 included major infrastructure developments along the route including a state-of-the-art guided busway, a new bridge at Winterstroke Road and the restored Ashton Avenue Swing Bridge. Originally built in 1905, the new access route allows M2 buses to bypass heavy traffic onto Winterstoke Road and the Cumberland Basin at peak times. A bridge was also added at Bathurst Basin along with walking and cycling pathways across the city. James Freeman, Managing Director of First West of England said, Metrobus has been a great success story so far, with very few teething problems in the first year and a fantastic passenger uptake, we've now reached more than 2.8 million customers across all three services, with a recent survey highlighting that over 84% of the customers would recommend Metrobus service to a friend or relative. The M2 incorporates some of Bristol's most popular visitor stops with the late, latest bus infrastructure and onboard technology. We are now one year on from launch, with 40% customer increase provides the M2 is making the city's top attractions more accessible for residents and visitors alike. First West of England would like to thank all customers for making Bristol's Metrobus system a success it has been to date. First West of England has invested £10 million in their fleet as part of the Metrobus programme. All Metrobus vehicles run on low emission Euro 5 diesel, with more biogas buses coming to the Metrobus network in the time next few months, as part of the city's plans for a low carbon emission zone. On to our next piece now. The UK government pledges £200 million to be spent on transforming bus services. An overall £490 million cash increase in the UK's vital transport network will help businesses, people and goods travel around the country. This includes £200 million extra funding to make buses more environmentally friendly, rail track maintenance to ensure more reliable journeys, and continued support for development of major projects. Today we put the wheels back on the Great British Bus, announced Chancellor of the Exchequer Sajik Javid during his autumn spending review. Javid, whose father is a former bus driver, announced a £200 million increase of funding for transform bus services making best use of technology and promoting decarbonisation. The announcement included a mention of a trialling on-demand services. Further details are unknown at present, but on-demand services trials are already on the offering in London. Confederation of Passenger Transport Chief Executive Graham Vidler said, This is welcome news for our past passengers. Bus operations have been investing hundreds of millions in creating the most environmentally friendly fleet in the UK as ever had, and this funding will allow for further investment to reduce carbon dioxide emissions and improve air quality. We look forward to engaging on further trials for on-demand services, many of which are already taking place. 
These services have more potential to be part of a solution to innovative and sustainable transport models in the less well-connected areas. However, to get more people onto buses, we need to also tackle the increase of congestion and unpredictable journey times, which is the number one reason people do not take the bus. This requires a greater focus on putting bus first in local transport networks. On to Scotland now. Scottish Government commits to tackling road congestion. In its 2019-20 programme for Scotland, Scottish Government has announced an investment of 500 million funding for bus priority infrastructure as part of climate emergency measures to make buses in all towns and cities across Scotland ultra-low emission and carbon neutral. The programme is to be managed by Scottish local authorities and delivered in partnership with bus operators. The Right Honourable Nicola Surgeon, MSP, First Minister of Scotland, laid out the Scottish Government's plans for a greener future in protecting Scotland's future document. Transport is Scotland's largest greenhouse gas emitting sector and this programme for government controls actions across all modes of transport. We will publish a new national transport strategy later this year which will redefine investment priorities to put sustainable transport at the heart of decision making and ensure that transport plays a key role in delivering net zero emissions by 2045. We will bring forward a step change in investment to make bus services greener and more punctual and reliable, so more people will choose to take the bus. Our actions include investing over 500 million in improved bus priority infrastructures to tackle the impacts of congestion on bus services and raise bus usage, Beginning plans to reallocate road space on parts of the motorway network to allow Glasgow a high occupancy vehicles such as buses. Working with Scottish National Investment Bank, the bus sector and potential investors to explore the potential for new forms of innovative financing to radicalise and accelerate the development of zero emission buses across Scotland. We are committed to phasing out new petrol and diesel cars by 2032. We have delivered 1,500 new electric charge points and supported businesses and communities to buy ultra-low emission vehicles. We will go further by providing an additional £17 million to support the demand of ULEVs through our Low Carbon Transport Loan Scheme, while expanding this scheme to include used electric vehicles. Creating the conditions to phase out the need of all new petrol and diesel vehicles in Scotland's public sector fleet by 2030 and phasing out the need for petrol and diesel cars from the public sector fleet by 2025. The Confederation of Passenger Transport Scotland said the government's investment was an investment in Scotland's future and would help people switch from cars to more sustainable bus travel. CPT Scotland's director Paul White said, We welcome the Scottish government's commitment to invest in improved infrastructure for buses. Congestion is the biggest issue holding back buses in our communities. Reducing journey times will make buses more attractive for customers, reduce the number of cars on our roads, and improve local air quality, and free up resources to deliver improved bus networks and better value fares. Every £1 invested in bus priority can generate up to eight times that amount in a wider economic, social and environmental benefits. So, investment in buses is an investment in Scotland's future. As such, it is fantastic to see buses at the heart of Scottish Government agenda. Scottish bus operators have invested over £250 million in new, greener vehicles in the past five years, but rely on local authorities to manage the road network. 
Buses and coaches are responsible for only 5% of poor air quality in towns and cities, with around 50% attributed to cars. Moreover, pollution from all traffic is four times worse in congestion compared to free-flowing traffic. Moving on to Ireland now. Private bus firm Go Ahead avoids fines over failures to allow bedding in. The NTA will not fine bus operators despite complaints about punctuality or buses not turning up. The National Transport Authority has decided not to fine private bus operator Go Ahead for failures and inadequacy delivering some Dublin services in order to give them time to bed in. The decision has been described as outrageous by R Richard Boyd Barrett, TD People Before Profit Deputy. He said his office continued to receive complaints about go-ahead operated routes, particularly about punctuality and buses failing to turn up. In July, the NTA said financial penalties would be imposed on go-ahead, however the authority has since said it's allowing the private operator time to bed in and would not find them. Go Ahead won the contract to operate 24 bus routes, 10% of the total, in Dublin and April last year, with rollout beginning in September 2018 and completed in March 2019. In July, Mr Boyd Barrett raised the high volume of complaints in his office was receiving about the service. The authority contacted him, telling him, unfortunately, the delivery of certain bus services by Go Ahead during June was below the target set out under the contract. The private operator attributed problems meeting its targets to higher than expected driver resignations. The NTA told Mr Boyd Barrett, in accordance with the terms of a contract the operator is liable to financial penalties where performance is below the agreed targets and the NTA does impose penalties for those instances. However, in the correspondence sent last month, the NTA says, at this stage the NTA has not imposed any deductions on the operator however has noted that the operator was allowed a short time to bed in before it became liable to deductions for not meeting its targets. This was totally unacceptable, Mr Boyd Barrett said on Sunday, given that the operator had been awarded the contract worth €125 million Euros on public money over five years to provide an essential public service. A spokeswoman for Go Ahead said the company had not had formal communications from the NTA so she could not comment. A spokesperson for the NTA told the Irish Times that the company is applying for services related deductions as per the contract. On to Stratford-upon-Avon now. Stratford-upon-Avon's bus service regains its X status. Henley in Ardeen based Johnson's Coaches commenced the operation of its revised Service 20 on the 2nd of September. The change also sees the return of the long-standing X20 service number. The future of the service was in doubt, however Johnson's coaches at Warwickshire's County Council and Transport for West Midlands have agreed changes which should secure the future of the service and more importantly provide enhancements for its many loyal members of the public who frequently use it. The new X20 service replaces services Cert 20 and 82 by operating Stratford to Coventry via Wooden Warren, Henley in Ardeen, Pockley Heath, Shirley, Solihull, Catherine de Barnes, Hampton in Ardeen and Merdeen. Services will also operate hourly during the day with buses to and from Stratford to coincide with KES, Stratford Girls Grammar, Stratford High School and Stratford College although we do not currently serve these points directly. Buses can be caught from Wood Street and Stratford Interchange as part of this change. 
There are now earlier and later links between Henley and Ardeen and Stratford-upon-Avon. John Johnson, commercial director, said, We are very pleased to secure this important bus link and are grateful for the support of the users all along the route. We also hope that patronage from the villages and surrounding areas of Burnley, Wooden Warren, Henley and Ardeen and Hockley Heath will increase due to the attraction of hourly service through Soley Hole and Coventry. We are always looking for ways to improve, so we welcome passenger suggestions and feedback. And finally, franchise buses will cost every household an extra £68 a year, says report commissioned by one bus. Mayor Andy Burham's plans to franchise buses in Manchester could cost the public an extra £81 million, says a report by the TAS Partnership. Commissioned by one bus in association of Manchester's bus operators, the report estimates that a franchise regime will cost every household in Greater Manchester an extra £68.10 every year, whether or not they use the buses. It says the cost of operating the bus services will increase dramatically in the first year of franchising, and up to 73% over the first seven years. The report's cost estimates, which will include a £1.1 million on new staff for at Transport for Greater Manchester, are based on replicating the existing network, adding more routes and lower fares will increase the public cost further. The report predicts that under franchising, more drivers will be needed and there will be an increase in dead mileage due to away from home contracts. Manchester is the first city to use powers in the Bus Service Act to propose a franchising regime. Over £20 million has already been spent by Manchester's local authorities on consultants for franchising. Gary Nolan, chief executive of One Bus, says, Franchising is being presented as a guaranteed route to better bus services, and there are potential costs that threaten to increase the financial burden on the public, whether or not they use the bus. This report sends a clear message to the GFGM that the costs of operating the bus network are far greater than any imagine. Under a new partnership approach, operators would invest profits into improvements. Under franchising, this investment would need to come from taxes. The only alternative is to ta raise taxes and will either be higher fares or routes being cut. Immediate action from local authorities would be far better focused on congestion which pushes up fares, harms air quality, increases journey times and damages the reliability of the bus network. Without urgent action from TFGM to tackle the growing number of cars on our roads, improvements will grind to a standstill regardless of whether buses operate in a franchise or partnership. We do not believe that the Greater Manchester public should be forced to pay such a costly and unnecessary system. Our vision is a system for the future that delivers regular improvements for the travelling public and boosts the economy of our region. We have already pioneered free Wi-Fi for passengers, integrated ticketing and have committed to 450 low emission buses in the next three years and introduced contactless payments in advance of the tram system. We have much to, to be proud of in Manchester and should not be aimed to be a second London with our transport network. We'd much rather be the first Manchester as we expect the alternatives to be fully considered to avoid increasing the cost for taxpayers. And that is all we have time for this week. Join us on Twitter at Podcast National, Facebook National Transport Podcast, Instagram Podcast Plymouth. You can send us a voicemail message 
at http anchor.fm forward slash natdp forward slash message or you can visit our website at bit.ly forward slash natdp and if you have a spare five minutes you can fill out the survey to help improve the podcast at bit.ly forward slash ntp q and i'll see you all next week <laughs>